Hey, what's up, y'all? It's Whitley, and you're tuned in to another Wondering Whitley session. I hope y'all are doing well tonight. I was looking at my schedule, and I'm literally asking myself, why do I put so much on my schedule? You know, like physically, yes, I have to be different places, but then I add things to my plate like extra projects that I'm working on that I'm doing voluntarily like nobody asks me to do it nobody asks me you know I'm not gonna get paid for it per se like nobody is you know gonna be mad or sad if I don't fall through with these projects that I give myself and these tasks that almost seem <laughs> insurmountable in the timelines and the deadlines I give myself, but it's, it's, I wanted to say it's a love hate relationship, but it's not. And maybe cause I just got done with class. It's almost like I can feel sometimes I'm like, what am I doing? And then there's the other side of it that invigorates me. There's a side of it that just feels like I wouldn't have it any other way until I get to a point where I can just focus on these projects, where I can just do this part that I love without having to balance it with these responsibilities that I have to do. And I made a post, I want to say last week, and I think I touched on this about doing what we have to do and mate and letting that be a motivational focus so that we can do what we want to do sooner. And man, I, I really do feel like I'm on that wave a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And really, I mean, I'm saying it out loud, but I don't even think it's really intentional. I think I really am finding joy in giving myself these little challenges that allow me to explore my interests, like creating videos, taking pictures, um, just doing things like that. And then how am I balancing that with what I have on my plate? And I'm, I'm just finding that it is a lot of, it is a lot of work. But when I get to a point to where I can solely focus on my passion projects, I'm going to look back at this time and I'm going to be grateful that that's what I spent my free time doing. I'm going to be grateful that I would have, I went above and beyond when no one was checking for me because to me, this is the time now to put in that work. This is that time now for me to develop in the dark. This is that time for me, you know, it's, it's a lot of what I'm doing is low pressure because people ain't just coming out the woodworks to pay me insurmountable amounts of money. But this is the time for me to develop my skill, develop my artistic voice, develop my own you know, blueprint the way that I want to do things and really feel confident about my voice within my art. And there's just something satisfying about that, even though there is this element of it feeling like a lot of extra work. 
and it makes me curious if this is what uh what a lot of people who we know to be great in their art felt like at some point you know some of my greatest artists that I grew up on when I hear some of their stories from interviews I love hearing them say you know we were just having fun we didn't even think anything was going to come out of it this is just what we were doing this is just what we were investing our time in and that's what I find myself doing like I see it's work but sometimes I'm at work (laughs) editing videos and it's just like I want to consume my time and I will say the editing process of video taking or um doing photography used to be my least favorite I would just do it because it was a necessary part of me getting my product but now it's like I'm falling in love with the process and I'm trying to figure out more about it um I'm trying to figure out just just more nuanced things and I love that I love the process and uh and it's a lot of tedious work and it's a lot of tedious effort behind the screen and putting it together but I'm always satisfied when I look at the final project and then of course if it's for somebody like oh I made this for somebody and it feels good to share it and then have somebody who is for you know who didn't ask for it receive it in a way and be so grateful when I was just playing around I didn't really have any intention And I thought about this thought the other day. I was like, man, you know, what if, you know, somebody came to me and just wanted to collaborate on the project and they had a very specific outline? Because right now I'll just go shoot something or pick up my camera if something's interesting. And then in post-production, like the editing process, I'll just work with whatever I have and that will be the final edit. Well, what if I was invited on a project where somebody actually had a storyline? So it's on me to make sure I get certain shots, certain footage to be able to work with because the storyline is set. The end goal that they want is very specific. And I thought that was even intriguing. And I was thinking in that way because when I was in undergrad, we took for a senior course, it was this course called Collaborators or something like that, but it was a class of dancers who were in their senior year and then musicians who were also in their senior year of study, or some of them I think were graduate students. But we collaborated with them and our professor gave us three different ways to work and it was a it was a class full of different projects. And the first way to work was We would do the dance first and then the musician would have to compose music based on what they saw in the dance. So the dance came first and then the music. And then we did it where the music came first and then we had to choreograph to the music, which I'm when I as a dancer, I'm more I'm I'm more follow on that track. Like I'm always inspired by music, always. I'm always inspired by music. And so I naturally work oftentimes with music first and then the dance comes. So it was interesting working with we had to create the dance first and then they laid the music over it. And then there was the last challenge 
was us actually collaborating and we had to create either a storyline or an end goal. We could take it any direction we wanted to and we made the music and the dance at the same time. And that, I would say, was the most challenging for me. It wasn't hard. It was just an interesting process because, one, a lot of the musicians that we had in the class were more so classically trained and they were experimenting with like electronic sounds and things like that, which was very new anyway at the time for my taste. Like, of course, I grew up listening to rock and, you know, different bands and Green Day. So it wasn't just because it wasn't a certain genre. It was just it, it was just new. And then hearing them play it live and and thinking of a dance like it it was it was just that the sound was new but then you know coming together with somebody who who is thinking from a musical perspective he's just solely thinking from a musical perspective and I'm thinking from a dance perspective and also trying to keep the music in mind it was interesting to see how we were creating the music and the dance simultaneously whether it was based on a story. I think our group created a story, which really helped me because I can naturally create a story and then it's like, oh, okay, well, this is the tone of that story. So it'll be easy to think about the type of movement and then the type of sound that needs to go with that type of storyline. In other groups, they just kind of, you know, moved in the space together and freestyle. And so it was interesting to hear about we had to write about our process and then talk about it. But I'm sharing that <laughs> because me having that same thought about, you know, what if somebody asked me to be a part of a project and they had a set storyline in place? I haven't had the pressure and I call it pressure because I think that's kind of a challenge. Either I want to give myself or I want to work with somebody in that way. Because I've always seen myself working on music videos and things like that, but I love creating the storyline. And so it made me <laughs> think like, okay, like what if I challenged myself to work in a new way? Like what if I challenged myself to create an outline and then follow through on it? Like all the clips had to lead up to and, you know, there I, I could still leave room for spontaneity, but each step, it's like I created this vision board of you need to get this shot, you need to get that shot, you need to get this, you need to get that. And I'm thinking about challenging myself in that way just to develop my skills and also because I want to be eclectic in the way that I, I work. And be able to be available for different mediums because one thing that I have learned about myself, especially when it comes to my creativity, but I think it's a theme no matter in, in the way that I approach a lot of things is that I can be real free form. And that's good in certain instances, but in other instances, because of that, sometimes I think I lack detail. And I, it's hard for me to keep a focus. 
And I want to work on that just overall, even in my life, just keeping a keeping a steady focus on something and allowing, you know, allowing some of that inevitable, but also staying disciplined enough to see this one thing through and make a decision early on, just kind of make a decision, stick with that, follow that through and the the spontaneity comes in me, you know, those things that come on the path of following a path rather than just like, do, 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 I'm going to just see whatever goes and I'm going to think on the whim and I'm not going to plan. And that's also not beneficial when it comes to working with other people, which I find myself doing with the projects that I'm doing now. Like I'll ask different teachers for different things. But, you know, they can't work in the same way that I do where I could just pop in on them and they're ready. It's like, oh, you need to give me a warning. Give me a couple of days, you know, put things on my schedule. And so because I'm running into that, it makes me want to get more disciplined in the way that I even approach my art. And and then it's, it's just to me a skill, you know, that to me, that's about building a skill To me, I think a talent and a skill are different in that a lot of us can be talented or naturally gifted at something or or we have a knack for something. But when you make something a skill, a skill means no matter what position you put it in, no matter what place you put it in, no matter uh, if you take it out of the if, you, if I'm taken out of the element that I usually perform well and they put me somewhere else, I'm still going to shine in this area. That's what a skill is. A skill is when you work that something to make it so efficient, so poignant. It's like when you go to, you know, people go to the gun range and they, they're constantly hitting the same target. They've made shooting a skill. They've made it a skill. It's not by luck. It's not by happenstance that it's just like, oh, that turned out amazing. They put in the work to to make it a skill. And I think when it comes to art, sometimes we don't look at art as being a skill. We we kind of look at it as, you know, it's anything goes. It's a freedom of expression, which, of course, I think it is. But I think, You know, when you want to take it to the next level and you want to be professional in it and you want to make money off of it and you want to be you want to have notoriety in it. I think making that art a skill makes you have longevity and it makes you stand out. Like I think about actors and actresses who are skillful actors and actresses, like not only are they talented, but they've made this a skill. And to me, skilled actors and actresses are Angela Bassett, which she is ca- classically trained, I think, from Yale. Uh, I think about Debbie Allen as a skilled, just entertainer. She could sing, dance, act, direct. She's made that a skill. Her sister, Felicia Rashad, I think Denzel Washington and Will Smith are skilled actors because they can do so many different genres or you can you can look at their portfolio and just see their range. Who else do I think is very skilled? Oh, my girl Sandra Bullock, I think she's skilled. She's a skill. Like I've seen her do comedy, I've seen her do very deep drama, skilled. And so I think when you make an art form a skill, 
you just have longevity beyond somebody who's just talented and might get typecast or might get, oh, Regina King and Regina Hall. They're my girls. I think they're skilled. And so for me, I want to make aspects of my artist skill. Like I want teaching to be a skill. Whatever it is I'm teaching, I want it to be a skill. I want to be able to do it well, no matter who my audience is, where whether it's from kids to collegiate to adults, to elders, to people who speak the same dance language and lingo, to people who are novices. I want to be skilled in my ability to speak and teach. I want to be skilled in my ability to create visuals and to take pictures. I want to be skilled in that. I want to be, those are the main two areas I want to be skilled in when it comes to my art. I want to be skilled in, in my dance ability for what I do. And so this conversation really ain't for everybody. Uh, you could probably apply it to yourself if you're not an artist in a, in a way that like a dancer, a musician or anything like that. But you may want to be skilled if you're a nurse. You, wanna, you may want to be skilled at being a mother. You may want to be skilled at being in your femininity. Like you can take this however you want to take it. You know, this is just kind of a random chat of what's on my mind. But I got on here with this thought of, you know, when you want to be not just good at something, but excellent at it, you're going to put in the work beyond what somebody asks you to do, beyond what you're supposed to do. And oftentimes it's going gonna, it's gonna to wear on you. It's going to feel like extra work. It's going to make you, you know, feel like, why am I doing this? And sometimes, you know, you're not going to want to do it. But I think when you really are into it and you're really doing it for a bigger purpose, you're always drawn to it, even if it feels like a lot. And I think that when you're not drawn to do it and put in that extra effort, then you either don't want to be great and or you know, it's not you doing it for the wrong reason. And maybe you got to find something else that you naturally want to give your time to. Like it'll keep you up in the middle of the night if it have to. And it's like, oh, I can't be working on this all day. Or, you know, it kind of pulls your attention or you thinking about it. And I know musicians like that who is like, OK, I'm going to work on this tonight. I'm going to, you know, I know I know singers like that who are always working on their craft. Nobody has to ask them to do that. They're not waiting around on the gig they're not waiting around on the opportunity. Um, like with my dancers, we don't always have something coming up, but then it's always surprising when a parade or something comes up. Everybody else from band to the other groups who are performers, they always scrambling. And I'm like, I don't got to pull my girls because we practice whether we have something coming up or not. Because when you when you stay ready, you ain't got to get ready. <laughs> and that feels good because I'm when a when this last parade came up last minute, everybody was scrambling like I got to pull these kids and pulling people out of my class. And I'm like, they need to be here. But I let them go. But we didn't have to do that because we practice nine hours a week. You know, we practice whether something is coming up or not. Because I believe in excellence. I believe in not just preparing for one thing. I, I believe in preparing for all things so that you can be ready, you know, um, and that's how I show up. That's how I want to do things. And I don't know what opportunities are to come in the future, but I know the type of opportunities I want. 
And then there are opportunities I don't know I want, but I don't think I'll regret the work that I'm putting on myself, the extra time I'm putting in to making the aspects of my art a skill. I think that that'll be, to me, (laughs) well worth my time. And I just overall believe in excellence. I think I think excellence takes extra effort. It takes extra time. It takes effort, extra work. It's that that energy that, you know, going by the saying, do more than what you're paid for. And at some point you'll get paid for doing more. I mean, you'll get you'll get you'll get paid more for doing less. (laughs) And I truly believe that I truly believe that. And so. You know, if you're out there and you're anything like me and you find something that just is tugging on you, you know, invest that time in it. Don't think it's a waste of time. Don't think that because it's not your main thing yet that you shouldn't put your all into it. Don't focus on the money. All of that stuff will come. But when you're giving your time and your energy to something of purpose, of meaning, and you're enjoying the process of learning it and getting good at it, you'll reap the rewards in due time. And, and oftentimes it'll it'll exceed anything you could have asked for or imagined. You'll look up and you'll be like, wow, I'm really getting asked to do this. I'm really here. I'm really, you know, doing this <laughs> on this level. You know, and and I, I I truly believe that. And so if you have something that you are interested in, don't just be interested, get get involved, get invested, invest any time, money, whatever you gotta do to really get the best quality out of everything that you want at the level that you're on. I don't mean go out there and spend money you don't have, but you know, just invest. The best investment you can make is of your time and of your attention in whatever you're trying to get skilled at. Is to to do it often, to do it every single day, to give energy to it pretty much every day. <laughs> and, you know, just see yourself getting better and better. Allow yourself to explore And the thing is, while you're exploring in the dark, it's just like when you are exposed to the light, you have efficiency, you have a high level skill, you have your own voice, you know, you're able to say clearly what you can and cannot do. And, you know, nothing is off limits to you. And so I just offer you that just to... You know, be invested. The work, the work is going to always be the work. But I don't think at any point you'll regret making your art a skill. I don't think at any time you'll regret the time that you put in to being the absolute best, even when you didn't know that's what you were doing. I don't think you'll regret the opportunities That'll come from you being exceptional at anything you put your hands to. And those people who stand out, who, you know, are really doing the work, are really putting their head down and just investing the time. 
they'll be separated. The real and the fake will be separated. <laughs> you ain't got to worry about that. So I love y'all so much. I'm getting so sleepy. I'll be wishing I had like a, a wand to like thoroughly do my my night care skin routine and then put me in a shower and wash my body and put lotion on. Like I just I just really wish, you know, I, I had them type of powers because I'm like, oh my goodness, I just want to lay down. But I'm committed. So I love y'all so much and I will see you on the next one.